Church, good day to you. It is Thursday, July 2nd, and I'm reminded on on days like this, um, it's difficult to celebrate. There's some uh, birthdays happening in our community uh, this past day and today, and um, and I just I'm reminded that in this season, celebration c- celebration almost seems inappropriate. I've I've seen on the social medias people basically apologizing for good things happening, um, and so I just want to take a moment and and celebrate with you celebrate the goodness of God let's let's take these moments to name the goodness of God on Monday we spent time just speaking aloud his character his attributes the, the things that have come to the fore of our minds as a way to um, stir gratitude in our hearts and and in the same sense calling to mind the the way we've experienced God's goodness, it not only stirs gratitude, but it begins to tilt the scales towards celebration because when we remember God's faithfulness and, and how his, when his character came to bear on our reality, the, the results, when we remember the results of God's character coming to bear on our reality, it, it catches us back up into that moment so we might be revived in this present moment. Does that make sense? Are you with me in that? Whereas we think back, it's not in a nostalgic sense to situate ourselves and our our thought life there, but rather it's a a calling to mind the faithfulness of God such that we might say, yes, even now, in our time, we want to see the the deeds of God done. That, That is the substance. And so let me just account for you the ways that from my unique vantage point, I've been able to see God's goodness in our community. And I just think, think back, if you can, three and a half, almost four months ago when a virus started breaking out in little hot spots around our country. And soon um, th- there was a, 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 a sense of panic in the air. In that moment, there was a peace that came into our community that gave poise for us to respond with care. There was a, a, like a pivoting on a dime to essentially transition a church that so valued the embodied presence of one another. We had a very little online presence and shifted a church online. I just celebrate God's faithfulness in that. And then people showed up there was fresh curiosity. People who perhaps had wondered, well, what is this all about? They, they showed up. So even in the, like a scary moment, a moment where anxiety was not ambient, it was, it was palpable. It was coming into us. It was even occupying space in our hearts. We were able to celebrate that people were hearing the gospel. And in, in response, we were able to speak truth and peace to those things. This little daily podcast came around because of this. And, and as we you know, come to the close of this week, we're, we're so, I'm so grateful that we've had this. This moment, these moments have, have been little pockets of joy in my day. 
little moments where I'm picturing the faces of those in our congregation. And, um, and as I am imagining who you are and how you desire to celebrate and the tension you feel and the frustration and all these things that from this little place, we can just begin to pray together. We can actually learn, okay, well, how do I hear God? How do I seek his face? How do I create space? We've been able to do that together, though we are apart. And then to think about like the atrocities that have come out in this moment, not just the mere death toll reaching well over the hundreds of thousands, but like the deaths in our country that shook loose, shook loose those placid waters of privilege. Man, those unfortunate deaths that have now catalyzed a a movement. It is a sad reality that the loss of life was the cost for some to see lives. And yet we must celebrate that. We must see how in some odd way the cross is in view that in Jesus' name, death does not have the final word in God's good world. We've been able to see that there is hope in reconciliation, that this is at the core of the gospel, that we stand with unity in front of us. It's the horizon in front of us. All we have to do are take steps toward it, and yet we know those steps are hard, but with greater clarity do we now see that is a gift that is worth celebrating. And I know for many, for many of you, it is difficult to celebrate because this has just been a season with one loss after another. And for you, my encouragement, and maybe it feels more like a challenge, so let's just call it that, is to call how in past seasons, call to mind how God has been faithful. How has that been? And then ask him to do it again. Ask him to remember. Ask him to relent. Ask him for mercy. Ask him for grace. See, the the heart of intercession, the standing in the gap, it comes from the place of intimacy with God. And every time we call to mind his faithfulness, we're reminded that he's moved toward us in Christ. And those little, the, the cumulative weight of every time you turn aside to God, that's where the relational structures are built. Every time that you with a friend, they, they you know, show you a, a silly video or something, they're inviting you to see them. They're inviting you to turn aside, to cultivate relational equity So let us turn aside to God. Invite him into the areas. Ask him to turn aside to us so that we might celebrate his goodness even here. And and this is rooted in Psalm 23, that even in the valley of deep darkness, we 
will fear nor no evil because God, he is with us. His rod and his staff, they comfort us. That is the God who allows celebration. No, no, no. Who draws it out even in the valley of death. So let us draw that to mind, church. Let us draw the comfort of God, the peace of God, the consolation of God to mind in this moment so that we might celebrate his goodness. Fix your eyes. Take your eyes off of your phone and fix your eyes on our God. Grace and peace to you.